Welcome to Cultivate Connection, a weekly Bible-based meditation podcast, giving you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. I want to welcome you here today. If this is your first time joining us, you can learn more about Cultivate Connection at CultivateConnection.com. We're excited to continue to put out these podcasts every week, taking time to meditate on Scripture, allowing you some room and space to connect with the Lord. We love to hear your testimonies. You can email us at hello at CultivateConnection.com and let us know what God's doing in your life through this podcast. We're also grateful and thankful for those of you who've partnered with us in prayer and financially. You guys make it possible for this to come out every week. If you'd like to join in and give to Cultivate Connection, you can go to CultivateConnection.com and find that Give tab. So we have been taking a good amount of time to meditate upon the miracles of Jesus, looking at miracles that show up in more than one gospel, and just taking time to read them, meditate on them, and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts. Last week, we looked at the feeding of 5,000. And this week, we're going to continue on from that and looking at how Jesus walked on water. So I invite you today just to begin to settle in. Maybe taking a few breaths here, just becoming aware of your breath. I find taking a few nice deep inhales and exhales, even sighing that breath out can help me settle, help me come present and just shake off any of the thoughts, worries or busyness of the day. Learning to use that breath to help us slow down and to tune into the Holy Spirit is a powerful tool that we can use daily. So I just invite you to focus on your breath. Feel the sensation of the inhale and exhale. Notice the depth of the breath. Notice where the body rises and falls, expands and releases. And I encourage you to try to draw that breath all the way down to the low parts of the belly here. Even breathing all the way down into the pelvis. Finding more room and more space for that breath. And then just coming as you are, doing just a little bit of a check-in. How do you feel mentally today? What's been on your mind? What sort of emotions are you bringing into this space? Allowing yourself to observe, to notice, not to judge, but just becoming aware of what's going on inside you. 
and just continuing here with the breath, being present with where you're at as I open us in prayer for today. God, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you are near to those who seek you. That you don't hide yourself from us, Lord, but you hide in a way where we will find you, where we will seek you. Discovering the joy that comes from seeking and finding. God, will you open up our hearts to receive today? Receive from your word, from your spirit, and from your truth. In any area where we just have hindrances from knowing you more, will you set us free? Will you show us areas where perhaps we just need to let go or repent or change our thinking? Will you awaken us to who you are and what it is you're doing in our lives right now? Thank you that you are a God who is present and moving. That you are for us, not against us, and you are faithful. I bless each one listening today, God. I ask for your grace that we could enter into your presence and experience a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your son, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here today. I thank you, God, that your word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to separate bone from marrow, Lord. So in our lives today, separate the things that you want to separate and join us together with the things you want us to be joined with. Come and have your way. So we have three scriptures today. The first one I'm going to read is from John, chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. Reading out of the New American Standard Bible. We'll read it through a couple times and just give you room and space to listen, to connect, to ponder what it is that you hear. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. And after getting into a boat, they started to cross the sea to Capernaum. It had already become dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea began to be stirred up because a strong wind was blowing. Then, when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near to the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. So they were willing to receive him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going.
as I read it a second time, notice what stands out to you, what causes you begin to wonder and ask questions. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, and after getting into a boat, they started to cross the sea to Capernaum. It had already become dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea began to be stirred up because a strong wind was blowing. Then, when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near to the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. So they were willing to receive him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. Our second account is from Mark, chapter 6, verses 47 to 52, in the New Living Translation. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in.
This story speaks of how Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, was not like just a man. When you hear these miracles, what begins to stir in you? Do you find yourself leaning towards that miracle? Or does it seem a little offensive or just cause you to kind of back away? What would it have been like to be in that boat to see Jesus walking on water? To see the seas calmed? To have your boat go from the lake to immediately on the other side? What does God want you to see in all of this? Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on water. He intended to go past them. But when they saw him walking on water, they cried out in terror thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. Is there an area in your life where Jesus is saying, don't be afraid? Take courage. I am here. Do you feel like you're all alone in that boat, struggling against the wind and the waves? 
Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Where is Jesus wanting to show up for you today? And is your heart soft enough to take it in? We have one more scripture from Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 to 32, from the voice translation. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on to the other side of the sea, while he dismissed the crowd. Then after the crowd had gone, Jesus went up to a mountaintop alone, as he had intended from the start. As evening descended, he stood alone on the mountain praying. The boat was in the water some distance from land, buffeted and pushed around by waves and wind. Deep in the night, when he had concluded his prayers, Jesus walked out on the water to his disciples in their boat. A few disciples saw a figure moving towards them, and they were terrified. The disciple, it's a ghost. Another disciple, a ghost? What do we do? Jesus, be still. It is I. You have nothing to fear. Peter, Lord, if it's really you, then command me to meet you on the water. Jesus, indeed come. Peter stepped out of the boat onto the water and began walking towards Jesus. But when he remembered how strong the wind was, his courage caught in his throat, he began to sink. Peter, Master, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out for Peter and caught him. Jesus, O you of little faith, why did you doubt and dance back and forth between following me and heeding fear. Then Jesus and Peter climbed into the boat together, and the wind became still.
the Holy Spirit has an invitation for you. What is it that God is inviting you into? Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowd. Then, after the crowd had gone, Jesus went up to the mountain alone, as he had intended from the start. As evening descended, he stood alone on the mountain praying. The boat was in the water some distance from land, buffeted and pushed around by waves and wind. Deep in the night, when he had concluded his prayers, Jesus walked out on the water to his disciples in their boat. The disciples saw a figure moving towards them, and they were terrified. Disciple, it's a ghost. Another disciple, a ghost? What do we do? Jesus, be still. It is I. You have nothing to fear. Peter, Lord, if it's really you, then command me to meet you on the water. Jesus, indeed, come. Peter stepped out of the boat, onto the water, and began walking towards Jesus. But when he remembered how strong the wind was, his courage caught in his throat, and he began to sink. Peter, Master, save me. Immediately Jesus reached for Peter and caught him. Jesus, O you of little faith, why did you doubt and dance back and forth between following me and heeding fear? Then Jesus and Peter climbed into the boat together, and the wind became still. In the midst of the burdens of life and ministry, Jesus seeks refreshment in solitary prayer. How is God calling you to connect with him? Where do you need to be reminded to be still? That it's Jesus that's with you. You have nothing to fear. 
Is there an area in your life where you are dancing back and forth between following Jesus and heeding fear? Jesus is saying, be still. It is I. You have nothing to fear. Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Will you allow the presence of God, the Spirit of God, to come into that area of your life? Allow the presence of God to overcome the fear. I bless you this week. In any area where you are troubled, where you are struggling, where you're rowing hard against the wind and the waves, where circumstances are coming up against you, I bless you to know that Jesus is here, that you would find comfort in his presence that you would take courage in who he is and how near he is to you. I pray that in the midst of hard things that Jesus would become so real to you, that even though there's wind and waves around you, that Jesus is with you, if not right in the boat, just outside, ready I bless you to receive his healing power where you need healing. I bless you to know his goodness where there's been discouragement. I bless your spirit to rise up to connect with his and realize you have nothing to fear when you are with the king of glory. He is the one who saves. So where fear or doubt has come in, I bless you to reach out for the hand of Jesus and allow him to save you and pull you back into the boat with him. May peace and comfort fill you as you are in the presence of God. Amen.